0: You don't know, right? Like, like I didn't know what entrepreneurship was. I didn't know what, you know, being self-employed was. I didn't know that world until I became exposed to it, until I started surrounding myself amongst the people that were doing it. And once I got a taste of it, once I got a taste of freedom in a sense to where... If I want to take a vacation for a week, I can literally do business in Hawaii, in Puerto Rico, in wherever the heck they have Internet. And even if they don't have Internet, they got a phone.
1: So here's the real mystery. How do regular folks like you and me, who have families and real lives, who have careers and regular nine to fives, really fare in the personal finance game? Why are some hugely successful while others fail miserably time and time again? Those are the glaring questions and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios.
2: All right. And welcome to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. My name is Charles McGill. I'm your host. So excited to be talking to you guys today. But before we get started, got to make sure the credit boss, aka credit coach, is in the building. is Eva Palacios. You in the house?
0: Yes. What's up?
2: Hey, how you doing?
0: <laughs> good. Good. I'm awesome.
2: good. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, a great I'm, week. Did you? Great week. Tell me about it. Such a good week. <sighs>
0: I don't know. Where do I start? I don't know.
2: Well, that's I can't can't,
1: can't
0: even I can't even remember the week. All I know is it was great. It was great. Um, It's so crazy because you you were on vacation and Mm -hmm. I didn't really feel like you were on vacation. But I also made it on purpose, like not to be bugging you because I'm like, he's on vacation. Like, (laughs) I don't need him right this second. Mm -hmm. But then you started messaging me. I'm like, okay, so is this a good time I should message him or not? But I just felt like. Even if Charles was gone, like we were still busy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and that was cool because like you could be anywhere in the world working. And it you like, I do didn't feel no different. It
1: was great. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I uh well, I was supposed to be on vacation. I I, I will say it was a vacation. Uh <laughs> but I told my wife early on, I was like, Well, you know, there's certain there's certain things I'm still gonna do for work, um, because we're just not at a place in our businesses where me with what I do for the businesses, I can be totally detached. We're not there yet. So I told her there's still some meetings I have to take. There's still going to be some things I have to do. Um, So we tried to, um, to figure all that out. But I mean, I mean, you know, in terms of the vacation itself, um, you know, it was a good time. It actually was a, it was a great time. We had a great time in Atlanta. Um, We spent a whole week there, which was like super cool. Like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, What'd you
0: do? What'd you do? I've never been. So
2: yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We mentioned <laughs> that. And um, I, I see it uh, all
0: over my social media. I'm like, oh yeah, that's definitely something I got to go do.
2: Yeah. You definitely got to visit. Um, we, we, uh, it's a lot, we do a lot of family stuff. My wife has uh, lots of family there. Well, more family than I realized there. And really? um, so we were, we were, we weren't like the things that I had planned, the things that I wanted to do, like I wanted to meet up with some of my clients. Cause I have like lots of clients there too. And like, it, 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 like as I started. Up, no, as I started thinking about it, I had like more clients than I even like could think of, you know, on top of my head. There was like more Marvel. Oh yeah, that's right. So there's like tons of people that I wanted to meet up with. I have some family there too. Yeah. But basically my wife had the whole week planned out. So I didn't really get to do anything that I wanted to do. Um <laughs> <laughs> but um so you know, sorry to all my clients. Sorry. <laughs> it will, I'll come back another time and you know, I'll make it special after yeah. uh, them. But um, but no, we we just did a lot of family stuff. Just you know, um, we we had uh my, my son's uh, fourth birthday party, Malcolm, youngest one, Aww. um, at in Atlanta, and it was uh it was amazing. I will say, I will really? say, yeah, hats off to my wife for uh, planning a really really fun like super fun birthday party for him.
0: I'm gonna um, hire her for my next party planning event.
2: You, you <laughs> might want to. You might want to. What did well, do? Well, so we went to this place called um i think it's called urban air and it's like a you know it's a kids zone kind of thing where it has like all these like uh trampoline park it has like all like it's like a kind of like a um, ninja warrior kind of setup where
0: (gasps) really different
2: stuff they got the ball you know those balls they can jump in and foam things they can jump in and balance like a little
0: obstacle course and stuff
2: obstacle course they had uh you could you can uh it's called a glider you can you know be you know glide around the, the top part of the whole park and yeah fly around and um, then they had go-karts too that were like <gasps> uh like you know two levels like yeah so it was like yeah it was a, it was a lot and then they had and they had good food they had good pizza and wings oh. and my wife got this huge cake for him so it was just like um well it wasn't that huge but it was just a custom cake and hmm. you know it was just like it was just fun it was just like we went there and it was just uh-huh. like we spent hours there and then even when we were like trying to leave my sons were like no can we just keep going and Aww. we were like actually yeah let's let's go some more you know and um, yeah. so it was it was just a really really fun time um yeah that's all I could, I mean um as far as anything else well we we had one date night Aww. which was awesome yeah just one I was hoping for a few more <laughs> but uh we had one date night and we were able to actually sit down and and and, you know, have some, uh, a really nice meal. Uh, that some we, adult you know, time. Some adult time. It was really <laughs> nice. It, was, it, it reminded us of when we were dating. Um, it was so funny because we we sat down. It was a really nice uh, Caribbean restaurant. And, um, I mean, just a really nice ambiance and the music and the whole vibe. And, you know, we just. Did you dress up? Um, No, not really. I mean, well, you know. More than we normally would, I guess we, we <laughs> kind of cleaned up a little. bit. I mean, I but.
0: like tuxedos and stuff, but no, you know, no,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we were going out, so it was it was fine, and um, yeah. and it was good. It was just a really good vibe, you know, just looking across the the table, you know, looking at my wife's eyes, and just remembering, you know, kind of uh, how we got here. Yeah, it was it was really nice. It was really nice, and um, had some drinks and everything, and um, and then afterwards, we were both like, you know, um, done with our meal. We both had a great meal. And they were like, I thought thought there was like a club like attached to it or something. I asked them, I was like, "Is this a club or?" He said, "It was like a lounge slash club thing." And said, "Okay, cool, let's check it out." Is there a bar? Oh, definitely a bar. Uh, So we went upstairs to that thing, and it was nice. It was really nice. It was like, um, did you take
0: like videos and pictures? Like I didn't see none of this stuff anywhere on neither of y'all's Facebook
2: no we didn't no because we we just because we were there that's all we
0: <laughs> i wasn't there like i need to see this stuff like no, no, i didn't we... be like i want to go there next time
2: <laughs> yeah maybe, i don't know we, we didn't think about it neither of us we didn't have our phones you out you guys
0: drive me crazy like that's what happened when you went to miami i'm like man
2: yeah i, I don't I, like
0: I, when I, I don't see stuff
2: <laughs> <laughs> i gotta remember to do that i just don't think about it like i never I'm, we're sitting there I'm just trying to is you know
0: so crazy enjoy the moment, the moment. I get it enjoy yeah. the moment and just like but even afterwards like when I went hiking last week like mm-hmm. I lost connection like I couldn't post at all like yeah once we got service I had like 82 messages but it was beautiful being in the moment but as soon as I was done and I got service I'm like post 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 post. post. post, post,
2: post. yeah and then yeah.
0: look everybody's like oh my god you're at a waterfall like where is that at I'm like oh it's like in the bay area and they're like what I didn't even know see
2: I guess it's just my introvert self. I don't know. I don't, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm good. Like, you know, it's so anyway. But the the funny thing is that we had the, we were in this lounge. It was really nice. And we were like, OK, do we want to sit here and vibe out, get another drink, you know, just kind of yes. vibe. And, yes. and, and, and people were there and you could tell they wanted to, like, you know, talk and mingle. It's, it's a. It's just one of those environments. It's a whole lot of, like, you know, cool people around our age. And we looked See, at each other and we were like. That's
0: like my vibe. I need to be in there talking to everybody, oh, making friends, like yes. on everybody's social media.
2: You would have. Oh. Um, but I we looked at each other. And we were like. Let's go. Let's go home. <laughs> <on. Come laughs> oh, best decision ever. Um, so <laughs> we both were tired. And so <laughs> we went home. We had a good laugh. We watched a show and fell asleep. You know Aww. it was good though, we had a good time.
0: I'd be out to like 4 a.m.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, 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 <laughs> maybe next time without the boys. If we took, if we did not have the boys, I can see that happening. Yeah, we
0: need our grown up vacation,
2: we need a grown up, yeah, grown
0: up vacation, absolutely grown up business trip,
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. And so, <laughs> but the one thing I think the one thing we appreciated most about this trip, um. It was just the fact that we were, you know, finally in a position where it was like, it wasn't, um, we weren't nervous about anything. Like we got an Airbnb, we had like an apartment, a two bedroom apartment, had nice. two masters. Um, it was it was nice. Um, we had a, a nice rental car. It was like a, it was like a Ford Explorer. It was like a new one. We got it from Toro, but it was, you know, nice. Um, yeah. It was just like, it, everything went very Flood. smooth everything flowed, everything yeah. was like comfortable and the boys like when they got into the apartment, they were like, Dad, is this is kind of like our home, you know and it was like, no, <laughs> but it's kind of supposed to feel that way, right it's supposed to yeah. you know, and so they had plenty of room to just you know do what they normally would do, you know, play and you know so anyway it was it was a really good time and the one co- cool thing about it too is that um you know, we weren't thinking about things like um you know, our vacation time. (laughs) We weren't thinking about like, I mean, we knew we had to come back at some point because my wife has a daycare business. So obviously she needs to come back to be there for uh, the families that she serves. But Mm -hmm. we were just like pretty, you know, like happy with the fact that we both were entrepreneurs and, you know, kind of on our own time.
0: Freedom!
2: Yeah. You know, I mean, to some extent, not not the whole thing yet, because like I said, we but you, you got, know, got, a, taste it, it. got right? a taste of it. We got a taste of it. You got it. a
0: taste of it. And you're like, oh, how do I get this forever?
2: <laughs> yeah, because I was, I was building, you know, because I was able to still take, take meetings. Um, But then there were some, I was able to be like, you know what, actually, but this, these couple of days I'm going to dedicate to just, you know, our family. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I, I, I have, you know, an awesome assistant that helps me like, hey, let's just block off this time from your calendar. Back Shout out to the
0: assistant. <laughs>
2: that's right. Woo. Um, and so, you know, it, anyway, it, it was, felt good. It felt good. And so I kind of wanted to, uh, to talk to you a little bit about this because I noticed that during the same time that I was, you know, on vacay, you were, you were having certain posts that were seemed pretty consistent around, <laughs> around oh, like making,
0: Charles left me now to go to do work,
2: <laughs> <laughs> making sure you're your own boss, right? Making sure you're your own boss because you yes. were, you were kind of talking about, you know, just how you, you're not in control unless you, you know, own it yourselves. Yeah. And so, you know, for the good and the bad, me and my wife realized that too, because we, we've had some ups and downs, especially with her daycare business and with COVID, but still we're still in control, right? Like my wife controls how many children she wants to serve, yep. um, what families, you know, like how much she wants to charge. She, she, it's all her decisions, right? Um, yes. With me, it's the same kind of thing. And it's, it's an amazing kind of thing when you have that kind of freedom. And so I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about that, just to kind of first figure out why you were, you know, kind of feeling that this week, um, if you don't mind uh, sharing a little bit of that. And then also okay. to help out our people, um, you know, with, you know, just some of the uh, the ideas of entrepreneurship. Because I know that for some people it's a struggle uh, for different reasons. So we'll get into all that. Um, but just tell me a little bit about like what, what's been on your mind this week? Why why you why are you posting so much about <laughs> entrepreneurship? <laughs>
0: um, actually, there was two two reasons, two main real reasons for that inspiration. Um, number one, well, let me kind of take it back. Last week, you know, on whatever day it was, California announced no masks. And you know, on my, on my social media feed, I saw some really, really happy people. And then I saw some really, really sad people. And the sad people were like, I'm going to miss working from home Mm. because now I got to go back to the office and work. Now I got to do that commute. Now I, I don't get to be at home working and getting paid. And I just thought to myself, man, like for the past seven years, I've been an entrepreneur. But even before that, I had already been working from home with the job that I had for 10 years. So really, it's been about 20 years that I've been working from home. And and this is all that I know. So, you know, with the pandemic, everybody shifted to working from home or some lost their jobs. And all I can think of is as long as someone is cutting your paycheck, you are never in control. Mm. You are never in control. No matter how much money this company or these jobs pay people, you aren't in control. So then I just really started thinking about who are the happy people? All the people that I know who are very happy are the entrepreneurs. You know, yeah, there's going to be down times when, you know, business isn't great or you got to shift or you got to learn to adapt because something's happened. But at the end of the day, they get to call the shots. And those are the happiest people that I know. I'm like, who do I know that has a job that's super happy? I can't think of any. (laughs) Mm. So so that was one example.
2: Okay.
0: And and another example was a company that I had that I've partnered with, they just sold and most people freak out and let's be real. Yeah. If a company sells or a company goes through a merger, there's always going to be fear and panic because the first thing you're thinking of is, Oh my gosh, what's going to happen to my money?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. What's going to happen to my paycheck? What's going to happen to, you know, everything that I've learned now I may have to either find something else or adapt to the new company's ways. So for me, I'm like, it, it's smooth sailing because I'm like, I'm already used to that. I'm like, okay, well, our company sold to another company, which this new company is like huge. Mm. We literally were Nationwide, US only. But now, because of this buyout, that gives us the opportunity to be worldwide in like 14 countries, something crazy. Mm. And while other people are freaking out, I'm like, sure, pay me to go to Europe. I get to write it off as a business expense. Let's go to Paris and let's go find some people we could talk to. Mm. And, and, you know, I guess it's just, it's just a different way of thinking. It's just a different way of thinking, you know, so some people are panicking because of that. And I'm just like, let's go, like, how are we going to make this work in our favor?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so two things, there was a merger going on. And then also just kind of thinking about the fact that, you know, you just don't have your own, like, well, you don't control anything. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Let's get into this a little bit more because one thing that, um, you know, cause I think that some people, when they, 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 they hear entrepreneurship and it's almost like, it seems like that's the Holy grail, right. That's the, the ultimate, like, um, you know, place to be in terms of your, uh, your finances. Yeah. I don't know. I want to, I want to, I want to, <laughs> to a degree, I want to push back on a little bit on that. Yeah. Well, the one reason it. why is because <laughs> one reason why is because if everyone's the owner, who's going to work? Right. So at some True. point, we got to have some people who are um, playing the part of being um, the assistant or being the uh, the manager. They're not or the being, owner. They're not the owner, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Right? Because everybody just be self employed everywhere, right? Right. So right. that's so that's one thing. Yeah. And then and then the other thing is, you know, is there a way that you can um, have both right where, you know, you you basically you, you you have the nine to five that's providing you the income that you need, but yeah. you also are, you know, setting yourself up in a certain way financially where you still have the options to do some of the things that you want. Right. Yes. Cause it, both. All of OK. It. Yeah. Because right. Because this, this whole thing is about living life on your own terms. Absolutely. For some people, they don't want to be the boss. For some people, That
0: is true. Some people aren't meant to be the boss. Yeah. And that that's okay. That's totally okay because it then comes down to, you know, who you are as an individual and and what environment are you in that you can thrive? Mm-hmm. Some people thrive at being bosses. Others thrive at being you know it people or you know other types of people so yeah no this world can't all be filled with bosses that
2: would be yes exactly and so here's the thing too but i think even within your position whatever you have whatever that is you still have agency right yeah so even if you are playing the support role even if you're playing the you know whatever role you're playing you still have agency to live life on your own terms now, yes. you, while you may not have all the uh, the uh, the power to determine how much money you're making, you still have the power to determine how you're managing your money. Yes. Okay. So absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about that. So we got two different types of uh, people out there that you know that are part of our um, community. You know, we got those who are entrepreneurs like you and I who have left our nine to fives, and we're totally dependent on ourselves and our own thing. And then we have those who are still working nine to fives, but still looking to live life on their own terms, right? Absolutely. Um, so let's talk, let's talk to the nine to fivers right now. Um, so can you can you share, you know, some of the ways in which they could, like, say, say, leaving their job is not an option, right? So maybe one or two reasons, right? Well, yeah, maybe- you
0: can't just leave a job and, and have like nothing to fall back on. Like, yes. that would be insane. That would be a financial disaster.
2: Yes. So yeah. that and they don't want to. So let's yeah, say that's let's true look, too. Yeah. You put them in the same bucket, right? Let's okay. just say that's not an option, right? <laughs> okay. So what do you say to them and how can you encourage them to still be in control, if you will, financially?
0: Right. Um, so like so let's take it back to to my story. You know, I'd been at the job for, you know, 17 years, but on year number 15, that's when I got exposed to network marketing. And I didn't know what it was and, you know, but, but I started learning, you know, people started pouring into me, sending me YouTube videos, you know, let's go to this seminar. Let's go check out this guy. Let's go see this person speak. So little by little, my mindset was, was, was changing because people were just, Dumping, dripping, you know, information on me. And I didn't know what it was, but I loved how it sounded. I loved how it made me feel. I loved, you know, it it gave me inspiration. It, It empowered me. It gave me a lot more information than I ever even knew this world had. So every time someone gave me something, I would literally just put it in my back pocket, put it in my back pocket, put it in my back pocket. And then I started finding myself now being addicted to i want to ner- i want to learn more i want to know more so while i was working still my 9 to 5 still being a mom by th- this time three boys two of them were in taekwondo full time like i was crazy busy but i knew i wanted something different like you know being in the financial world we're always t- telling people like you got to have a backup plan you got to make sure you know you're you're saving your money for a rainy day and all of that good stuff So I sacrificed my one hour lunch break. Like I literally scarfed down my food in five to seven minutes and the next 53 minutes, I would just be absorbing stuff or talking to people or making phone calls and getting on conference calls and just listening to stuff. And I did that every single day, one hour a day. Every single day, five days a week, weekends, hubby's like, yo, you need to be with the family. And I'm like, okay. But like secretly, I'd be like watching YouTube video. But every day I was consistent and persistent because I was like, there has to be more. There has to be more than just, you know, being at this job. I loved my job. I wasn't going anywhere. Shoot. I spent 15 years there. I was counting my bonuses and my annual raises until I was 50 years in. Mm. But because I was exposed to new information, I'm like, wait a minute, this sounds way better. Hmm. So I was just consistently learning and and surrounding myself amongst other people. Then I got involved with a network marketing company. And then-
2: Well, hold on. How long did you, how long did you, you said you, you, um, your hour lunch break you sacrificed? Yes. And how long did you do that?
0: I did that so, mind you- I was working the whole time, but I sacrificed my one-hour lunch break to learn a new skill set, to intake information, and to build a business. I did that for 18 months straight, 18 months straight. And thank goodness that I did because that is when my company went through a merger and new CEO came on board, gave us some crazy ultimatums, And at that point is where I had to decide, am I going to still sacrifice and work at this job now that I have to make a five hour commute round trip, or am I going to now be laser focused 120% on this business to build our dreams? And that's what I did. So yeah, 18 months put us in a position to where I was able to walk away from now the 17 year
2: career. So, but you had, but so were you earning money from the side hustle while you also were working your full time? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And that, and that was even better. I mean, that was like icing on the cake because now I'm getting paid for the information that I've been learning the entire time. And then along the way, I'm teaching other people how to do what I did. And then that just added more, more fuel to the fire. Because now I'm helping other people do the same thing, walking away from their jobs. And I'm like, what is happening right now?
2: Mm. So I think that's really important to hear because I know, like, for me, like, I've I've tried, um, you know, this I've tried several <laughs> <MLMs>. <laughs> yeah. uh, before before we met, um, like several and none of them have panned out for me. Um, yeah. Well, and I can say this, though, I never spent an hour a day. For eighteen months to, to make it work, right? I never did that.
0: Right, and 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 that's where that's where you really gotta self reflect and really see. Well, what are you doing to help you get to that next level? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, there's so many people that have tried lots of things, lots of companies, lots of network marketing companies, direct sell companies, and then like it doesn't work, it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But did you? actually put the time in to see if it doesn't work. Maybe you just weren't working it, or maybe it just wasn't the right product service or company that you didn't mesh well with. Just because you tried one don't mean they all don't work. You just got to find the right one that works or find the right company of people with the right culture, who's going to help you Build this business because, yeah, there are some companies that are out there that just sign people up and just let them be and hope everything's going to build all by itself. No. No, you, it's a business with anything. If you want to make money, like you got to work, but it is definitely helpful. If you have the right mentor and team behind you to help you build this business, it'll make it easier. And I was fortunate that I was, I was surrounded by people that really like cared and wanted to see me succeed. So I was like, All right, let's go. Let's see. Let's see how much money we can make and how high up the ranks we can get.
2: Yeah. And that
0: also was super key for me because I was at my job and I was stuck. I was I was stuck. I wasn't going to make any more money unless I jumped into management level. Well, guess what? All the managers and supervisors that were there, they've been with the company for 20, 30 years. They're not going anywhere. So unless one of them left, then maybe I had an opportunity to fill that spot. Maybe I say, maybe why? Because it's you against everybody else. But what I love about network marketing is it's based on your efforts, your efforts. If you want to get to the top and you know the blueprint on how to get there, you can get there on your own efforts. You don't have to mm. wait for somebody to be like, yeah, good job, Evoke. Okay, now you get promoted. No, you can do it yourself.
2: Well, I think that's a key thing too, though. I mean, that um, that, that doesn't, I don't think it's said enough. So, when people say it's a business, treat it like a business, when you're not someone who's owned your own business, you have no clue what you that means.
0: You have no clue what that <laughs> means. I know, which is why it's so important to be surrounded amongst other people that have been there and done that, which is yeah. why I think, you know, all, all of that, everything that has happened before Empower You, I honestly believe prepared me for this moment. Because had I just been from a place of, OK, you know, I'm walking away from the 17 year career. I can take all that information and let's just build a business. I didn't have no business building people to help me do that. Like if I would have attempted to do it at that point, I probably would have failed. I probably would be bankrupt from that business. Mm hmm. So I'm just so grateful and thankful that I was surrounded amongst the right people on on how to build teams, how to love on people, how to know what people's talents and skills are so that you know what place to put them so that we can work together in a smooth fashion and not be bumping heads or arguing or who knows, crazy chaos. But Mm -hmm. like, man, it's just it's amazing what can happen when you learn some stuff. Yeah. And and now look at what we've got. We've got a thriving business that we're just like, everybody's like, man, I just see you leveling up, leveling up, leveling up. And I'm like, it's because I surround myself amongst the right people to help us all rise to the
1: top. Yep. Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast. We'll get you right back to it. We just want to spend a few seconds to talk about the Empower You Financial Group on Facebook. This is Eva's private Facebook group where she gives free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve your financial situation. Join the over 1000 plus member community and see the success stories of people just like you who want to live life on their own terms. Come laugh with us, tell your story and share your victories. Just search empower you financial in Facebook and join our free private group. Oh, and be sure to invite a friend.
2: Well, I think also too, like uh, I started, I mean, you just reminded me, like my background too, I've, you know, and, and when I was a teacher, that was one thing, but I was a dean, I was at a a founding school. So we actually were the first staff in that building. So we had a lot of the kind of like, you know, building it from the ground up type of mentality because we were yeah. literally the first. And so, you know, kind of set, laying that foundation, then when I became a principal, I was a CEO of, you know, uh, you know, I had 80 employees, you know, I had 800 students at a $10 million budget. That's
0: a lot of people and a lot of money to be
2: responsible for. Exactly. So, <laughs> but, but, but learning that and knowing that and, and also doing well with that, I think prepared me as well for what I'm doing now, because I right? like my first business as the, uh, with, with, with the, with the preschool and the daycare, I just put on my principal hat again and said, okay. I need to establish certain things. We need to create certain systems. There's certain things that need to be in place in order for this to thrive. We need to market. We need to put, put people in position and who does what role. And we figured all that out. And then we were able to execute. So so one thing I want to kind of help people out a little bit with, hopefully, you know, because I want to encourage folks, because sometimes, we, you know, you said something important there, like, you know, they may start this journey around network marketing or some other opportunity. And they don't, they're not successful right off the bat, right? They're, they're struggling with it and they don't understand why, um, what they need to, I think what they need to hear is they need to understand, like, there's a way to go about this and you, you similar to me, um, you know, we had certain experiences that prepared us for that leap. Right. Yeah. And even if you don't have necessarily a job right now, let's say you're in a position where you're not necessarily a manager or. You know, you're not in that kind of position. So you're like, okay, I don't have, you know, what, what Charles might have had, which is that training to to learn how to run a business. Yep. Um, you could still take, I think, your approach, which is to say, I'm just gonna, you know, make the time and just learn it and sacrifice. What th- yeah. And when I think sacrifice. about it is how many times? Okay, so this is what I think is really powerful. When we try to um You know, we get often just discouraged about opening business because we're like, I don't know what to do, right? I'm unfamiliar with this. This this seems um, foreign to me. But I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, pretty much every opportunity you've ever had, every job you've ever had was foreign to you.
0: Right? Like... Your first job, you when you step foot in that job, you don't know everything from day no, one.
2: Exactly. You got to learn it. You got to learn it.
0: But you better be willing to learn it because if, if the if the boss doesn't see that you're willing, you're out of there. Yeah. But if you stick around long enough and you learn it, you will be successful.
2: Exactly. So,
0: so many people are so quick to give up on their dreams or give mm-hmm. up on building a business. Why are you giving up? You didn't give up when you went to that job. Exactly. He's still there. Yeah. That means that you've got grits. That mm-hmm. means you got what it takes. Now it's yeah. just a matter of you know, do you want to build a business or not?
2: There it is, right? And I think that that's important for folks to hear that they can apply the same level of tenacity that they had when they were first learning that job to their own business. The only difference now is that you know there well, there's some some, some key differences, right? One, when you guys decide to do this on your own and you're doing your own business, no one is going to make you do nothing.
0: That's right. ain't nobody telling you, "Hey Eva, <laughs> um I think you slept long enough," or "I think you better get off YouTube and actually get to work," or yep. "Hey, you better get off the couch." Hey, nobody yep. ain't nobody telling you what to do.
2: Nobody checking on nope. you. <laughs> right? And that's it. So, you decide. Exactly like you if you decide to sleep it away and and, and phone it in, okay. Yeah. If you if you decide to bust your behind and and really work hard. okay. no one cares. Right. No one. No one is. (laughs)
0: It's so true. (laughs) Nobody
2: cares. (laughs) Nobody is. So I don't know what I was
0: listening to the other day, but they're like, you have a bad day. Nobody cares. If you, you know, decide to call out sick, nobody cares. And I'm like, dang, that is so true. Like, yeah, you're right. You are your your. you're the only one you can depend on. That's it. So like you better get it, get it together.
2: So that that was that was one thing that was hard for me, right? Because there, there'd be times where I would have, you know, really great days. I'd be killing it. Yeah. No one's there to pat me on the back. <laughs> I
0: know.
1: No one's there best.
2: to recognize job,
1: me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no one cares, right? And then also <laughs> adversely, when I would, you know, have some bad days, you know, it, so th- so that's one thing that people need to understand the other the, t- the second thing that people need to understand is that you only eat what you kill that is true Meaning, don't, be, don't be, got starving there is no paycheck coming <laughs> It ain't coming every two weeks and that is a uh, a, a harsh reality you yes. don't know when you're gonna get paid
0: Nope no nope. you have no you might not you might not get paid
2: this week this you month might, it, this exactly next six and, and here's the thing even if you do kill it you still may not get paid because the thing is like when that's, you know <laughs> you know he was laughing y'all because she knows what i'm talking about <laughs> there are times that's
0: all when, <laughs> that hard work dang it
2: you do everything you're in supposed the to do this month. that's right and, and you're still not getting paid oh, at least not yet right because sometimes right. there's things that happen like You know, I've had situations where it's like, man, I thought I was going to get all this money. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, nope, it's not coming. Not, you know, not that never, but it's just not going to come now. So whatever I had already spent in my mind ain't going to happen. I got to figure out another way. So those are two like big, I think, big things that people need to get over. One, no one is checking for you.
0: Nobody cares.
2: (laughs) No one cares. And two, you don't know when you get getting paid. So with those two things in mind, Eva, that don't sound that great. <laughs> A, job that is not attractive. A job sounds pretty amazing. A job sounds pretty amazing. I have to say,
0: you know, and that's, I don't know. I just think that you got to experience it. You know, it, it's funny because somebody on social media uh, said the other day, what did they say? They said something along the lines of your you're afraid to be an entrepreneur and I'm afraid to get a job Mm. and I thought to myself that is so true like if this didn't work out I might just be homeless because I ain't gonna go back to a job (laughs) (laughs) no I probably would I would of course I would do whatever it took to like you know survive Mm -hmm. but I'm just thinking to myself you know You don't know. Right. Like like I didn't know what entrepreneurship was. I didn't know what, you know, being self-employed was. I didn't know that world until I became exposed to it, until I started surrounding myself amongst the people that were doing it. And once I got a taste of it, once I got a taste of freedom in a sense to where If I want to take a vacation for a week, I can literally do business in Hawaii, in Puerto Rico, in wherever the heck they have Internet. And Mm -hmm. even if they don't have Internet, if they got a phone Mm -hmm. like the world has changed and evolved so much that you can literally do whatever your heart desires. You just got to figure out a way of who is going to pay you for that talent and skill. So that you can be able to survive, so that you can be able to live life on your own terms.
2: Yeah. Well, let's make this practical for people, too, because this is, I mean, and this is, once again, I hope you guys understand, I'm not trying to discourage anyone from doing entrepreneurship, nor am I trying to, I'm not trying to steer you either way. No. I think the goal here is just to keep it real. Right. Yes. To keep it one hundred. I
0: will. But I will be the advocate to be like, what's your superpower? Let's figure out how to make some money off of it so we can leave the job and let's go.
2: Yeah. I'm well, the advocate. <laughs> yes. But th- I think even still with, what I hear you saying with that is still being in control. Right. So however yes. we can figure out for you to be in control. That's what we want to do. Um, Absolutely. So but the but the, the one thing, you know, like I keep coming back to. Is, you know, when you. When, when when it's all on you, I don't know that people really understand what that really means, and what I'm what I'm what I mean by that is, this is a lot of hard work. So hard work. I mean, if so you thought much. if you thought that your job working o- overtime and all that stuff, you know, is like I don't know, depending on whatever job you have, there's tons of jobs, and sometimes you work long hours. There's something uniquely different about being an entrepreneur in those yeah. hours, because they're all on you. Yes. Like it's, all it's, of it. it's, it's a, it's a different type of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of commitment because, like, you know, I think about it. I was like, you know, when I started to, when I would have struggling initially as an entrepreneur, I was like, man, like, why am I struggling? Because I realized, okay, I'm spending, I'm just being real. I'm spending eight hours here in my office and probably only about one to two hours actually working because yeah. I'm actually yeah I'm actually <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing other stuff and I'm just I'm not really focused right mm. but when I got focused and I mm. actually put in a good four to six solid focus hours I was amazed about you how much conquer the
0: world you, really can. you probably so much. did a, you probably did a month's worth of work in those four hours
2: yeah so here's the thing though <laughs> so I started thinking about it. I said, okay oh so I need to like put on my work hat every day. Like entrepreneurship is not about me getting, you know, getting into my office and be like, I can do whatever I want for eight hours. Right. Mm -hmm. It really is about having that discipline of saying, no, no, no. There's certain things I need to make sure I, you know, in my mind, I keep talking, in my mind, I keep thinking about moving, um, you know, moving the ball like up the hill or whatever, just continue to push it, continue to make progress. I have to do that every day. Every day I have to push this ball. Every day I have to do I have to because if I don't, the ball's gonna start curling back on me. And
0: then you gotta start all over again. <laughs> you gotta start all over. Yeah, yeah. Did you see when I posted on my Facebook um, story about momentum? Mm. This is another reason why I'm feeling extra good this week. I mm. went back to driveway and went back to the driveway fitness because hey. your girl took a break off and I was yep. like not feeling right. And yep. I'm like, I need this back in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. When you stop doing something consistently, it's literally starting all over, all over again. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, I'm like, okay, it's 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 cool that I'm running three miles. That's cool. That is not the same as lifting some weights.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was so exhausted from that workout. It was one hour workout, not even. It was like fifty five minute workout. But I'm like what is going on right now? It's because I took six weeks off. Mm. Every time you take these breaks, every time you pause, every time you stop doing whatever it is that you're doing, you are breaking and you're losing that momentum. It's like that ball. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're constantly at it, pushing that ball up and then you stop and you give up, there goes the ball right back down (laughs) the hill again. Now Mm -hmm. you got to start all over Mm -hmm. and now it takes even more work. Yep. No, we we gotta just keep on going. We keep on going. But I think you know, a lot of it has to do with also too is is maybe the, the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. The fear of the unknown and and in and saying, Well, what if this doesn't work out? You know, what if I try and try and, and it doesn't work? No, if you are trying and doing daily, consistently, every single day in a few months, it's going to work.
2: Yeah. It's What's, going to work. Talk to me a little bit about that. Cause I, I believe, you know, what I've noticed. Is there's a mixture of you know not only hard work, focus, determination, all those good things, but also I think it takes some faith.
0: Yeah, that's a whole lot of faith. <laughs> <laughs> we need to put these in order. Faith okay. definitely first, definitely uh-huh. first. Um, absolutely, yeah, heck yeah, because a we're lot gonna of all praying. Have our, definitely a lot of praying, but we're all gonna have the moments. We're gonna have our bad days. I mean, you know, I had a bad day last week. I said, Charles, give me a moment. Mm give me a moment. Let me just mm-hmm. be in my little office by myself until I get over this. <laughs> and then was like an hour, I'm like, okay, I'm good. we're good
1: yep. Yep.
0: <laughs> And it's understanding. It's understanding, you know, that it is okay to have those those downward moments, but you gotta have faith that there is a reason that hurdle came into place. There's a mm-hmm. reason why that roadblock came into place. and and every time I get a roadblock, I will always say to myself, it's just God's way of saying, Eva, how bad do you want it? Mm -hmm. You're going to have this roadblock, but how bad do you want whatever it is that you're striving for? What is it going to take to get through that roadblock? Do I have Mm. to break the wall? Can I jump over it? Can I go around it? Can I call Mm. some friends and piggyback off of them to get over it? Like, how are we going to get around this? See, most people will let that roadblock just stay there and they'll just turn right back around and go back to their comfort zone.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's one thing I've learned too, just in terms of when the roadblocks present present themselves, I have to figure out, is this something I fight? Right. Is this something mm-hmm. I fight or is this something that I jump over? Do I go around it? Right. Yeah. But you got to deal with it. Yes. Right. That's one thing you got to do. You got to deal with it. And as an entrepreneur, you don't get to, you don't get to, to punt the ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know you don't get to you, you don't know, get to like,
0: call out sick and, and just show up the next day and get paid it, has,
2: it has somebody else do it when i was when i was a principal you know and because i was the ceo i was the top people could do that to me right so i mean i couldn't necessarily do that but when you know someone wasn't feeling well or you know whatever they were just like i don't i, I don't want to do it i'm not going to do it basically and i had to figure out a way that it still got done yep right it was on me right um and because of the hierarchy, you know, I guess you could argue that even if I didn't get it done, there would be somebody else because you know they have a whole system. But for the most part, the buck stopped with me. But that that trained me for entrepreneurship because you know, man, if, if if I don't do it, if we don't do it, it ain't gonna get done. And that and that is that's something that some people are not comfortable with, yeah. Um, but if you want this entrepreneurship and you think, I mean, I just because I like it. I just want people to understand what they're signing up for whenever they yeah. sign up for stuff, because sometimes, you know, we, we, we see it, we get enticed. Um, we think about big picture, like, Oh, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. In a few years I'll have a Bentley or in six months I'm going to have a million dollars.
0: Yeah. Mm, I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It took me 18 months of, of giving up one hour every single day. And even then I was like, should I s- quit my job or should I commute? Yeah. There was still doubt. There was still doubt. But, But what I learned was I wasn't in control. Like for somebody else, for a boss to be in control over my time, which affected me mentally, physically, affected my household, took me away from my kids and my husband. I'm like, cannot let anybody have that much control over me no we out of here adios deuces and 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 then because I left there was definitely no turning back because I wasn't gonna like if 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 the network marketing company in that business didn't was not successful I wasn't gonna go crawling back to the job so I had to, I had to make it work. I had to make it work. No matter how many people call me crazy, no matter how many people say, no, that those things don't work, no matter how many people were like, no, no, no. Now, like people are like, you know, the other day people were like, you know, Eva, like there's so many credit repair services and people that are out there. Like, do you feel like, like, how do you feel about that? Like, you know, there's so much competition. And I'm like, I don't see competition like like that's like me saying there's so many nurses in the world. I'm not going to be a nurse Mm -hmm. or there's so many electricians in the world. I'm not going to be an electrician. Each person is unique. Each person has their own talent and skill. Doesn't matter how many other people are doing what you do. What matters is how are you going to strive in excellence to be able to build your own business or maybe contribute your ideas and you partner with somebody to then create a business. Like you don't have to be the boss. You just got to find somebody who can be the boss, but you collab and now boom, business is created. Right? But we just can't, we can't get stuck in that, in that mindset of what if it doesn't work? That fear? No. Don't let that clout your judgment because man, there's just so many people out here that you can help with whatever talent or skill you have.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And one thing too, I think um, that's helpful around this too, for folks, because I think you done a good job of, of letting them know like, Hey, this is the reality of it. These are the things you need. You need, you know, faith, um, <clears throat> hard work, all those, all those things. Right. And you need to accept certain realities. Like you're not going to get paid, No one cares about if you're successful or not. Right. (laughs) Um, It's all on you. Right. But the thing is, too, I think that one thing that has kind of transformed me and and you kind of talked about this in in terms of you're saying that even if it didn't work out, you couldn't see yourself necessarily going back to a job. You just figure out another business. Right. To try to. And that's the thing that I think um, is different about when you're on this side of it. You start looking at things differently. Like m- yeah. now, what I think about You find like, other
0: ways to build another business yeah, or so create another I, stream of income. Exactly. We all, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if all entrepreneurs like this, but I'm pretty sure most entrepreneurs have multiple streams of income. Yeah. I mean, sure. I know I do. Mm-hmm. If this didn't work, like I know what else I got going for me. And even if this is working, I still got other things working. Yeah. Like we just find ways to adapt and like, OK, oh, this 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 sounds good right about now. Mm-hmm. Let's start investing here.
2: Yeah. So talk about that just a little bit. I don't want to get too far into that. I think that's another podcast episode, uh, to be honest, in terms of the different streams. But if you could just mention because you have a few other streams um, that would pretty much, I mean, would equal someone's yearly pay you know, you, you, you have some other streams that you do this thing and it would pretty much be about what somebody gets paid for a year. Talk to them, you know, just a little bit about just a few of those things so they can kind of get them in their mind. Like, okay. So even if I, because I want to think this, even if you're working a nine to five, right. And you're saying, okay, I don't necessarily want to become a business owner. I don't want to start another side hustle. What are some other things they could do that would still make, you know, the equivalent of a full-time salary? you know, and you're not necessarily a business owner.
0: Yeah, absolutely. They can make investments. I mean, I I choose, you know, in terms of our investing, I choose real estate as our method of investing. I know there's tons of other investment options that are out there, but I am so comfortable. (laughs) We're talking about no comfort zones, right? (laughs) I am so comfortable with investing in real estate. And, and other people are like, I ain't touching that. I'm comfortable in stocks. I'm comfortable in crypto. I'm comfortable in this. And at the end of the day, I mean, two years ago, I wasn't comfortable in real estate. But because I got around the right people with the right information, that started opening my mind, started opening my eyes and my ears more and more that now all I see is real estate opportunities. Mm-hmm. Same for, you know, the stock people or the crypto people. You know, they g- are in it. They're investing. They're learning. I'm sure they're not just going to be like, let me just take $10,000 and put it into this thing. No, they're studying. Mm-hmm. They're probably spending countless hours trying to figure out all of those crazy up and down chart thingies <laughs> yep. that I'm just like, that is superpower. Like my brain cannot wrap my mind around that, but other people do. Yeah. Right? So at the end of the day, it's a matter of knowing that there are other ways you can create other streams of income. Some are going to take a lot more effort, some very little effort, but it's going to take effort. You definitely shouldn't, from a financial standpoint, you shouldn't just be handing over your money to somebody else who says this is a good idea. You need to study, you need to research, you need to deep dive in whatever it is that you think is going to make you money. You got to figure out exactly how is it going to make you money so that you're not losing money by mistake.
2: Yeah. So just for example, like one of your real estate um, investments, uh, I think it yielded what over 50, right?
0: Yeah. About 55 (laughs) profits.
2: So Mm -hmm. $55,000 it, I I knew it, I know it took a little bit about a year or so. Um, but there you go. That's a yearly salary right there that you weren't necessarily punching in a clock doing nine to five to get right. True.
0: True. Absolutely. And while, you know, some people are like, Oh my gosh, Eva it took you 14 months to do that. Like shouldn't flips take like four months or six months. I'm like, yeah, but on the upside, where else can you invest $20,000 to get back $70,000 in 13 months?
2: There you go. There you go.
0: I mean, I'm sure there's other things, but, you know, that's what I know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else can do that, but.
2: But that's a great example. And I think that's. Yeah. even But that's, the, that's the, the part of looking for opportunities like that, because now you know, you, you've got other opportunities that you're, that you're doing. And and we we get better,
0: we get better. We evolve, we've, we've tasted it. We saw what we've experienced, what that could do. Okay. Now what's the next move? What else is out there that we can either do just like this, or maybe in a faster speed, or maybe a little bit more investment for a greater return.
2: Yep. Yep. But
0: yeah, like I didn't have to clock in and out. I didn't have to like deal with the boss. I mean, I definitely had to deal with stuff, but I didn't have to like spend, I don't know, how many hours is that in a year? In for, How many hours would I have had to work to make that type of money yeah, that I, think I didn't actually work?
2: The traditional, I think it's, it's over 2000 hours, I think for like, if you if you were to put in 40 hours a week, Um,
0: times 52 52
2: weeks. weeks, That's, that's 2080 hours. Yeah. So there you go. You did. You did. You definitely put that kind of time in to make that money.
0: Definitely didn't. I don't even, (laughs) I don't don't even think I put in 40 hours.
2: Yeah. There you go.
0: I mean like consecutive, like for real 40 hours, like maybe an hour here, an hour there, an hour there you know, yes. and, 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 yeah. and you,
2: didn't, you didn't have to necessarily be an entrepreneur to do that. Right. That, was, Definitely. that had nothing to do with your entrepreneurship.
0: No, I wasn't yeah. a contractor. I mean, I'm pretty sure would probably would have helped, but like, I wasn't a licensed contractor. I wasn't, you know, the inspector coming in, looking at the property. I wasn't familiar with the, the products that were used. Like I wasn't a tile expert, you know, I mean, but I partnered with people who knew I partnered with people who this is what they do, and this is why we were able to make that type of investment and actually make money.
2: Yeah, and I'll just give people one other one uh, that Eva has. Eva has. I'm not gonna go through all of hers, but just one other one that she has, <laughs> which I think is really interesting too. And I, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm definitely not there yet. But it, every time she talks about it and then talks about the return, I'm like, oh my goodness, That's kind of hit Johnsey. Like, you, you want to do this but anyway? Um, your Frenchies, right? So you know you have I think you've had one litter already, yeah. um, And now you're working on a second one.
0: Yeah. And
2: just once again, the first litter, uh, if you could just give people like you know a little bit about what that process was and and how much you earned and how long it took, so they can just see that there's there's tons of options out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. So um. Yes. We have a French bulldog and her name is Paris. (laughs) And, um, we love her. We love her to death, but again, again, like this wasn't even on the radar, you know, somebody that is in my network marketing business. She breeds the German shepherd dog and she's been breeding the German shepherd for over 40 years And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like, I've never been fond of German Shepherds. I think they're too big. Like, we can't have a dog bigger than our kids. Whatever. Then she started getting involved with the French Bulldog. But even then, it was still, I was closed-minded because we had always been a pit bull family. Blue-nosed pit bull. We had a beautiful dog. She got sick and she passed away. And I said, never again am I ever going to have any animals because it was so heart-wrenching. When boys, when we lost her, like, it was, it's oh, horrible. Anyways, so every now and then she would just send me videos, cute puppy videos. Come over, like, come, you know, come check out the dogs. She was trying to get me to buy a dog. And I'm like, <laughs> she is so slick, but I've only known French bulldogs to be tan, black, brown, black, and tan. And then when I go to her house, like these are different color Frenchies. They call them blue or they're gray. Mm-hmm. And then some of them have big spots and then some of them have little spots. And I'm like, these are the cutest little things. Like what in the world? So then I, she started educating me on like the whole lines. Now she, you know, she's a certified vet tech, so she knows her stuff. She's been breeding dogs for a very, very long time. So she like literally educated me. And I'm like. How much do these dogs make you Paris's first litter, which, which French bulldogs on average, when, when, when they have a litter, it's usually between three, maybe five pups. Mm -hmm. We were blessed. Paris had eight pups, eight pups. And because of the color and the pattern of these dogs, the lowest priced dog was $5,000 and the highest priced dog was $9,500. Wow. And her wow. total litter, which I'm like, who in the world is going to spend this type of money on these dogs? Well, first of all, I invested and I bought Paris. <laughs> so clearly I'm a crazy person. <laughs> but I also thought to myself, I'm going to spend money on this dog. Like it needs to make his money back. Sure enough, her first litter yielded Forty-two thousand dollars. Wow. One litter. Now, granted, you know it's one litter. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm still learning because that was her one litter. She's currently pregnant right now. Like literally, like any day this week, she's gonna have puppies. And I don't know. Like all I know is based on that experience, she had the litter last year, and then she had this little this year. So it's not like they can be having litters like every month. Yeah. Like you know, you, you, you it, it cycles. It's timing. It's all of this mm-hmm. stuff. So it's not like. You could, li- I mean, maybe you could live off of this type of income, but this is just an added source. It's an added source of revenue that comes in,
2: and it comes in once a year. Well, well, still, I mean, <laughs> you know, respectfully, I think there's, I mean, there's still people out there that are, you know, obviously making forty two thousand dollars a year, and yes. you know, that's, you know, that for some right? people, it's that's fine, right? Right, um, and
0: and and, let, and let's talk about that. So. And, and how long, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if this is how long all dogs have puppies or, you know, are pregnant for, but she's pregnant for 63 days. So just think about it. 63 days. Yep. And then you have pups, you got to take care of the pups. Yep. No joke. Having pups and thank goodness, because I've got beautiful family, hubby, boys, they all helped with the puppies. You got to make sure these puppies survive another yep. two months. Mm. so because you know in the state of california you can't let them go home until they're at least eight, eight weeks old and mm. go, go through all of the vet checkups and all that stuff mm-hmm. but think about it okay two months four four month time frame making about let's just say forty thousand mm-hmm. in four months out the year in some households you can replace incomes Mm -hmm. You would be working for four months and the other eight months you can do whatever the heck your little heart desires. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That's only one litter. Like imagine if you had two dogs, two females and have litter, you know what I'm saying? Like it's nuts. And that, and that like, then I start, I was like, you know, I started learning more about Frenchies. I thought 9,500 was expensive. They got $30,000 Frenchies out there. I'm like, what? What?
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Different Uh, colors. They've got what's called Google it. My friends go okay. on Instagram, search for fluffy Frenchies. There it is. I'm wow. like, I need to get me a fluffy Frenchie. Okay. okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the point I'm making though, cause I just, I just, you know, I think that we, you know, part of this community that we're building, which has been just amazing. Uh, and uh-huh. I'm going to give you a chance in a moment here to just shout out um, our lions and just how amazing uh, they've been. Um, but the thing is, what I really wanted to just encourage folks around because I because right now I see so many, so many of them making moves. I mean,
0: so many. I am like, what in the world is going on? Like, people are literally just moving and moving. Like, it, they finish one and now they go into the next, and now the right. next, and now the next. And I'm like, they're
2: hungry. And they're, they're improving hungry. their finances, they're improving their credit, and they're, they're knocking things out. That's they're right. They're
0: eating, they got a whole table full that's right. of like a five course meal. I'm like,
2: so I so know dope. it's so dope. And so, so I know entrepreneurship dope. is next. I know it is. Oh, it and is. So, but I really wanted to talk to them for two things. Once again, I want to encourage them to, if they want to do it, go ahead and do it. But I want to keep it real. That's one thing that we've yes. been doing. That's that's part of the brand, right? When it comes to credit repair, we don't do that, right? You, you, we don't do the traditional you know, stuff, you have laid it out. This is exactly how we approach it. And we yep. keep it a hundred percent with you. Yep. You don't want to go this route of just kind of deleting things, so to speak. The reason why is because of all these other reasons. So here's a genuine way. Uh, it's, it's more of a, you know, hardworking kind of roll up your sleeves kind of way. Yep. But this is how you really get out of this, right? And yep. so we've been very transparent about that approach when it comes to entrepreneurship, because we're, we're also looking to help people because, hey, empower you. We're, hey, we're listening to you guys. We, yep. We're hearing you say, hey, we want y'all to give us more, right? Yeah. And we're, we are we want to help, right? And so me and Eva are actively, now. I'll, I'll kind of tease it a little bit. We're actively thinking about how we can combine forces because one thing I'm doing is the branding and, and the marketing and all that. But, and I'm not just helping Eva. I'm actually helping lots of different other People as well, but yes. how can we combine this for our lions, right? How can mm-hmm. we can figure this thing out? And Eva has been doing um some stuff that she's been kind of testing on, on certain po- people, but it's been going really well in terms of you know helping them build their business and their business mm-hmm. credit and things like that. So we're trying to figure out like, okay, well, how can we put all this together for it to make sense for our lions? Because we see you guys are so hungry and you're knocking things out, you have the exact oh, tenacity, the determination, the faith, all the different things, the components that you need to actually be successful and to, you know, you know, have a business that's thriving. So we want to be able to help. We want to be able to share with you the blueprint all together. Um. So, yeah. So, so, Eva, you know, before we go, um, I just wanted to give you another opportunity just to kind of encourage people around this um, because, you know, they're looking at it and they're like, man, it just seems so hard. You know, like, I don't know if I can do it. You know, what would you say to them, especially in the context of, you know, knowing everything that we have to offer and knowing everything that's out there for people and also knowing the type of lines and the people that are listening, the type of people that we, that we have, uh, you know, what would you say to them to encourage them to say, Hey, you know, this is something that's possible.
0: Absolutely. Entrepreneurship is possible. You just got to get started. Get started as little as listening to a certain podcast, listening to a certain mentor, listening to or 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 hanging around other business minded people go to these networking events now that the world is like pretty much open now have eyes and ears open and find these type of networking events. I always wondered, I always thought to myself, how are people like socializing at 12 in the afternoon? They don't got bosses. They are the boss. So they can socialize at 12 in the afternoon. So you might want to just take your lunch during that time to see what it is they have so that you can figure out how to get it too. But you got to stay consistent and persistent. Put in those hours, put in those days to to find a skill, better your craft, surround yourself amongst those other business owners so that you too can develop another income source. Everybody needs to have multiple incomes. You cannot rely on one. You rely on one, you are handcuffed to that person, that job, that thing. Most business owners have multiple streams. Why? Because once you get good at creating one, you're going to want to create some more. And if you feel you don't have enough information or you don't think that you are talented enough, you don't have to be. Go find somebody who needs what you have. Partner up and build a business together. Guys, go out there and do it. We're having so much fun. But (laughs) most importantly, if you've got questions, Chances are we can help if we can not help, we can point you in the right direction.
2: Absolutely. And so before we go too, I, I just, I just want to kind of give you an opportunity as well to just give people an update on the Lions Club. Um, we got some things coming down the pipe. Yes. Uh, there's going to be some changes in a couple of months. Um, so before we, we start making those changes and, and what I mean by changes, I'm talking about just giving you guys more value, more value.
0: improvements, you
2: know, Improvement. One twentieth. You know, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we are looking to, you know, just continue to, to grow this thing. So, but, but for now, just, can you just share people just kind of how things been going? I mean, I think we're almost, we're almost at a hundred people, right?
0: Yeah. Um, we, we actually, yeah, we, we actually should be at a hundred. Cause I've got two people that haven't quite entered the actual Facebook group. So I'm like, Hey, get in, get in, get in. So we can have that nice, beautiful 100 lockdown.
2: Nice, nice, mm-hmm. nice. So tell, tell, talk, talk to people about how things been going some of the wins people have been having and also, you know, like how, how can they be a part? Because, you know, still a question. People are still like wondering, like, how do I become a part of the Lions yeah. Club? Like, what, what's that about?
0: Guys, first off, first off, attend tonight's webinar. If you haven't followed me on Facebook, you haven't seen it in the group, do me a favor, message me directly. I will get you the link. You got to tune into the webinar so that you can get the full experience of what this program is all about. There are so many people winning. Just this last month, three people not only purchased vehicles, they purchased the vehicle at the price they wanted to pay, at the interest rate they wanted to pay, and got the vehicle they wanted to drive. Why? Because they're getting the information that's needed to be able to choose what their own payment can look like, and how to truly live life on their own terms, being 100% in control. There's people that are paying off debt even faster just over the weekend. Somebody sent me a screenshot of one of her unpaid collections offering a settlement of over $7,000 in savings. Guys, I I, I mean, I don't even know. The stories go on and on. And, you know, you probably will be seeing them on Facebook because I get tagged all the time. But this is now more than ever. This is the right time to get on the webinar, get in front of us so that we can not only help you with credit, but literally help you with all of your finances. Somebody just did a cash out refi lowered their interest rate by two percentage points, saving $800 a month. Cash out refi is now giving them the ability to take that money and invest in real estate so we can make that money duplicate and triple and just, it's nuts, guys. I don't even know. It's crazy, but you gotta be a part of it.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Get on, get to the webinar. Uh, We have them, um, when you guys, when this drops, we have one uh, that night. They also are coming, you know, we have them, you know, pretty much a couple of times a month. Yeah. Um, so make sure you attend. Um, we'd love to see you. Um, yeah. And that's pretty much it. I think, I think we're, I think it's a wrap.
0: Oh, let me quickly shout out Azada for dropping us a five-star rating on the podcast. Yes. Yes. And we have another one coming. I I think it takes like one or two days before they actually post, but definitely shout out to Azada for giving us a five-star because she literally is like, I don't know what I would do without you. By the way, we helped her posture Mm -hmm. and helping her get business credits she's just loving it she's loving she was like i have no idea i had no idea like how much is out there that i can get my hands on mm-hmm. and because of this exposure is why she's in this position so shout out to Zeta. we love you
2: yes shout out to Zeta. and also yeah if, for you uh who are listening please leave us a uh uh, you know, a rating, please uh, five star rating. You know, go to Apple, make sure you uh, leave a comment, drop some feedback. We love to hear from you. We really appreciate uh, all the listeners. You guys help us out. We're looking to expand. We're looking to to grow this thing. And and the more you guys share and let people know that you like it, the more you know we get the right people's attention to get more stuff out uh, for you guys. Um, so you know, me and Eva, we, we sacrifice a lot to make sure we get this to you guys every every week. Uh, This is one in particular that has needed much coordination, (laughs) Uh, but we we're making sure that we get into you guys every week. Uh, So yeah, please do that. Uh, We really appreciate it. So yeah, I I think that's pretty much any other announcements, any other things, Eva, before we go?
0: Uh, That's not I can think of other than get on the webinar, guys. It's about to shift. And when we shift, people are going to go crazy.
2: (laughs) That's right. Very true. Very true. All right, y'all. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.
1: Powered.